As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the On Farm podcast. We are back but in the midst of coronavirus so we're doing things somewhat differently today. Uh, We're not on farm, at least I'm not. Um, I am in a a tiny room in my house uh, that I've padded with cushions and and blankets to try and get the right kind of noise. We are speaking to Jill uh, from Connage Highland Dairy and Jill is on farm today because she can safely be there. So she is going to be talking to us about um, her cheese business and how it's been impacted by coronavirus and the different ways in which they've innovated. So really looking forward to Jill uh, and I hope you enjoy listening. Hi, Jill. How are you? How are you? Oh, hi, Anna. It's lovely to see you. Well, I'm not seeing you, am I? It's lovely to speak to you. Yeah, you too. Ordinarily, of course, I would be there with you and we'd be recording this podcast together. Um, But obviously we're in the midst of coronavirus at the moment, so we're doing it remotely. But thank you very much for taking the time. I know you've got a lot of orders processing at the moment. So thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, now, I know I know we are in the grips of coronavirus, but I don't want that to be the only thing that we talk about today. So can you maybe start just by telling me a little bit about the history of Connage Highland Dairy and, and where you, when you started and, and why? Sure. Well, Connage Highland Dairy, we've, we've now been going for 14 years. Wow, uh, that's And long time. the reason why, I know, it, it's just gone so quickly. The reason why we started was because, uh, well, the farm's organic and the prices, the milk prices dropped. Mm. Um, so we thought that to add value, because as Callum and his brother Cameron, um, you know, what do they do? It's it's kind of quite scary to think they've been on the farm all their lives and to actually go and do something else. So we thought we'd add value to the to the milk, and that's where it all came about. We got a marketing um, uh, grant, and uh, we just looked in all d- different directions for what to do with the milk, you know, ice cream or yogurt or cheese. And cheese, we found, was the best option because it used all of our milk. Um, oh, so see. that's how yeah. it kind yeah. of started, yeah. So um, that was a long time ago. And yeah. we sort of built the building and, and did a few cheese courses and then it's kind of like the milk came in, okay, we've got to deal with this. <laughs> so we, we ended up to be cheesemakers. <laughs> You so, did. Yeah. And, and excellent yeah. cheesemakers at that because I know you've won uh, <laughs> well, world you. cheese awards and and more. So uh, yeah, oh, pretty, yes. pretty good at what you do. A lot of it, Anna, is really the milk, the milk and the, and the skill of the cheesemaker, and that that's where Callum's really come to the fore from going from a, a dairy farmer to a cheesemaker. Yes. Um but the milk is lovely. It really mm. is. It's very special, and it's got good good fat and protein in it, and and uh, you know it makes good cheese. Mm. 
And I think I can hear Callum in the background because you're yes. sitting in your office at the moment. The phones are ringing with orders coming in, which is yes. really positive news. And <laughs> Callum, I can hear him in the background dealing with those. So that's brilliant. But yeah. um, the milk, what, what is it that makes the milk so special then? Well, it's because they're grass-fed, so it's mm-hmm. on-farm far, on grass-fed. Um, it's a high-clover diet. Um, they're fed, Cameron feeds them with red and white clover. And um, it's just it's just a mixture of, of the grass and what we're feeding them. And, and they're happy cows because we've got two robotic stations, which means okay, that they can, yeah. you know, come in and milk when, whenever they feel like it. Um, yeah. And I, I just think a relaxed cow gives better, get better milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure many dairy farmers would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, now we're we're talking in the midst, of, as I've said, of coronavirus. Um, before this came along, you you have a shop and an amazing chilled cheese room um, up at Connage Highland Dairy, which is close to Inverness. Uh, you sell online and you also sell through wholesalers as well. Um, can yeah. you tell me a bit about um, how things have changed in the last few weeks since we entered into to lockdown? Yes, uh, well, we've had to furlough the staff, uh, mm-hmm. but we've still got two two dispatch staff going because obviously the cheeses need to be turned uh, in the yeah. big store, and and also um, we've gone uh, a lot more online. We didn't have much online um, because we've got about at the moment about fifty cheeses in the cheese room in the shop. Um, and so we've put those, I've been busy putting those onto the website and we've had an uplift in online orders, which has been fantastic. And I have to say, uh, Anna, to get the response that we've had for a small company, uh, you know, we, I I was actually getting quite teary about it because it's just the Mm. wonderful support that we've had. And also people are, uh, ringing up and and ordering and we pay over the phone and then we just leave the order on a table outside and they come and collect so Mm -hmm. it's quite a lot safer but it's really been terribly difficult because furloughing the staff I ring around once a week and speak to them all um, just to double check that they're okay okay. yeah Yeah. and um, some of them we're doing online training so first aid training and Mm -hmm. uh, different hygiene courses that they can do the it's it's just awfully lonely here without them all I have to say you know you know we miss we miss it we're a bit like a family here and and we really miss them yeah Mm. Yeah, yeah. You've got two of your or very excellent and loyal team still still working at at the dairy, um, yes. obviously under the the strict uh, rules and regulations. And Definitely. they are um they are in dispatch, aren't they? So they're de- the uplift in consumer orders that you've had. They Ma- yes. uh, Magda and Merrick are dealing with those. Um, yes. Do you yeah. think you could take us on a little walking tour? Um, of course. And we can go through and and see what they're up to. Yes, of course. They're just um they're cutting cheese at the moment. And oh, okay. Sorry, I just dropped the phone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm just walking around to dispatch. I thought you might like to um, hear what Merrick and, and Magda are doing. So I'm just, <laughs> we're coming into the dry goods area. Magda and Merrick are cutting and vacuum packing cheese. Hi, Merrick. Yeah, hi. <laughs> what they're doing is they're cutting the cheese and vacuum packing it, ready to go out. 
uh, for orders to shops and uh, you'll hear the vacuum packer going it's been quite difficult we had to move the tables around so they continue to um, you know have social distancing uh, as well so this there's been quite a few changes so you've lost quite a lot if not all of your wholesale business in, in yes yes in, not not permanently but for the time being um, no just for the time yeah. being and and of course a lot of that is because the hotels are shut and um, you know but but wholesalers are, are working around different markets um, they're all looking at you know like us how, how we can reach the public mm-hmm. um, different ways it's uh, yes it's, it's, it's just a different way of trading we couldn't be Magda's actually she lives north of Inverness and um, Callum and I have been out delivering uh, to Inverness and Nan and Magda's been doing home deliveries north of Inverness as well so we're all pulling together as the four of us, yeah. <laughs> yes. Now is a time when, you know, if you are still working in a, in a situation like this, traditional job descriptions slightly go out the window and everybody pulls in and does different things to yeah. make it all happen, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's about doing things differently in order to meet the demand that is there and keep keeping in with yes. all of the, the social distancing rules too. Um, yes, yes. Uh, Magda and Merrick, how are they coping with it, do you think? Well, they're, they're quite good. I mean, obviously, you know, they're missing, missing the other staff mm. as well. Being a small business, we all um, help each other. Yeah. So when it gets really busy, you know, the production staff come down to dispatch or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're missing the social interaction as well. Oh, that sounds like an interesting noise. What was Yeah, that well, that, that's the vacuum packer. Oh, cool. <laughs> I know. That sounds very sci-fi. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, dear. And so presumably, have you put a hold on actual cheese production at the moment? Then? Yes, because, we have, Anna. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the milk is, is uh, instead of us making cheese, is going down to the processor. So uh, yeah. we're lucky in the fact, I mean, we've been reading about some of the dairy farmers having to pour the milk down the drain. Because, I've heard that, yeah. Uh, that's quite, you know, that's sad. Um, oh, but our, ours is going to the processor at the moment. But how long that will continue on for, we're not really quite yeah, sure. Absolutely. But, I mean, obviously you can't keep making cheese because the store is full. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's not going out the back door, then, you know, we, we just no, don't have any room to put absolutely. it anywhere. Um, and what impact do you think this hold on production will have, you know, even after lockdown ends? Oh, gosh. I mean, this is... Uh, I think this is going to take the country and businesses years to recover. Mm. It really is. Um, it, we're just all going to have to think about different ways of trading. And, I mean, obviously the tourists, when will they come back yeah. and the hotels will then be busy again? Yeah. I mean, it's all a lot of ifs at the Isn't moment. And I think we just, we just have to stay positive, mm-hmm. do what we can do and, you know, get um, different markets if we can and just try our best and I mean I think with any any business any owner um, is trying their best yeah you know and I think that we're all you know we're all sort of in it together I agree it's not as if Mm. it's just happening to us it's it's everybody so absolutely but I think but I think you're right though Jill you know I've known you for a long time and and you you definitely fall into one of life's optimists camp and and I think that that's important you know optimism can't get you everywhere 
but I think it's hugely yeah. important at this time because I think the more optimistic your outlook, the more able you are to think about different yeah. ways of, of doing things and different different solutions yeah. and innovations. And, and I know I love, yeah. um, even though you're an Aussie, I thought you came up with a brilliant Scottish... A Scottish term for your uh, your collection. What are you calling your co- cheese collection oh, yes. at the moment? Oh, uh, oh, now you've caught me. Uh, what is it? One toot and your orders out. Yes, that's it. <laughs> well, Anna, I've been here for 26 years now. I've picked up a few. You certainly have. <laughs> picked up a, a bit of Scottish. You certainly have. Um, so basically, people are people are able to. You're you're still dispatching all over the UK, aren't you? Yes. But local yes. people can order over the phone and come along to the car park yes. and give you a toot and some yeah. toot. Um, I'm Robert. I'm not any do, better with yeah. Scottish accent either. Um, <laughs> and I know that I, you know this. Yeah, I think it's important to have a laugh and and be optimistic at, at this time, despite the challenges. And I think you do that brilliantly. But yeah, you also told you. me a lovely story on the phone the other day about a lady, and I suppose it comes down to the kind of local food resurgence yeah. that we have seen during coronavirus. You told me a story of a lady who. Um, who came to the shop and, and she said she'd been passing and never been in before. Can you just tell me well, about that's that? that's right. Well, she, um, yes, this lady came in and she said, oh, I've never been here before. Oh, my goodness, you've got all these cheeses. Anyway, she, when it first happened and everybody went into panic mode, she said she rushed to the, <laughs> she's got quite a few children, she'd rushed uh-huh. to the uh, supermarket and bought block cheddar. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, oh, my goodness. She said, oh, I got so sick of it. <laughs> and she, <laughs> and uh, she just said, oh, my God, this is just wonderful. I can come here and get real cheese. Not that there's anything wrong with supermarket cheese, but... Uh, I just I found that quite funny. So we've now got a new customer. Oh, good! I'm sure you have many new customers. But yeah. um, whether yeah. whether it's whether it's cheese or meat in particular as well, and, and fruit and veg, I think people are definitely, yes. I suppose, realising well, the importance of local produce of and local, and, and it's really coming yeah. to the fore, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I mean, just down in the village, we've got. Um, uh, McLeod Organics and they they have organic veg and things and they've had a huge uplift of of orders which is which you know we're supplying them with cheese which is fantastic but I think the thing is I was talking to them the Nathan the other day and he was saying people just suddenly realize they look around and and all of a sudden they're all these small producers that they've never realized before and I think people are looking at that rather than going to the supermarket yeah absolutely and you know in in our area where where i live there are many people who only deal you know with wholesale ordinarily but they're now doing consumer deliveries and they're they're getting things so um, i think people are starting to realize i just hope um and i'm like you i'm a kind of glass half full person but i really hope that this this loyalty to local will continue after yes. after these awful circumstances are over i know um, i know i hope so. i hope so you know i think when people are home and they haven't got much else to do they they're looking at different recipes they're looking you know uh different foods and and how to prepare because yes. people have got time now you think of our lives before this nobody had any time for anything really no, did we absolutely. we're all rushing around and and but now they're they're really thinking about the recipes that they can make and you know obviously the television jamie oliver and the, i mean you know lots of them have got uh, cooking shows on and, yes. and people are now thinking you know oh gosh i quite like to use that oh hang on i need a 
Reblochon, I need some raclette, or I need, you know, different cheese. Yeah, 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 so. Oh, Reblochon, that's Oh, my, I know. One of my favourites. Tetty Flint. Connage Gouda is my ultimate oh, favourite, but I love Reblochon. Yeah, <laughs> well, Connage Gouda is a wonderful um, melter. I mean, if you have it on cheese on toast, it's just divine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. I'll wander back. I just wanted to tell you about our new project. So I'll just say goodbye to, to America and Magda. They're pretending that they, they're not seeing me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, they're, they're just fantastic. They really are. We've just got the big roller door to shut down. You'd be a good person to ask about this, Jill, because I know that, that personally you're perhaps not the world's biggest fan of using social media because you've got so many other things to do and you're not necessarily the world's biggest fan of technology. But how would you say social media has been helpful to get you through the current times? Do you know... Just amazing, I have to say. I mean, anybody who doesn't use it for a business, I think they should. You know, when you've got so much on on your plate every day, trying to sit down and concentrate on what you're going to put out on social media is really difficult. Um, And get the wording right and look around for the right recipes. And that's where Anna, I mean... You've been a godsend to us, really. To be, you have, you have, and oh, you know, it's you. just the fact that it's trying to, you know, get get the message across, and and that's something that you, sometimes during the day you don't really have time to do that, mm. and yeah, you know, absolutely. it could be the end of the day, which is the wrong time to do it because you're tired. Mm. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it has had a huge effect on our business, definitely. And crucial now, you know, when when things are changing, you've got, you know, you've got 30 new cheeses on your website, for example. You know, you have to communicate that information to customers somehow. Yes. Social media is the way to do it, as well as podcasting, obviously. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, it's, well, this... it's the way of doing it. Well, I have to say, this is my first podcast. I've never done this before. <laughs> well, you're natural. You're a natural. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell you where we're standing now. Uh, we're just st- standing outside um, the shop area. And just opposite, um, Callum has taken down the old piggery that was there. And we've now got this brand new building, but which is not connected because the electrician is um, self-isolating. So we can't, Uh, he won't won't be out. But um, this is our new project of vending machines. So I know, I know. Oh, I love vending machines. (laughs) Well, it's been in the plan for quite a while, but we just hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons we couldn't take down the piggery is because since January we've had such high winds here. It's really, and you know, it just wasn't safe to take it down. So eventually, we've got it down. We've got the new building in place, but. Uh, we just have to get it all connected and things. So this means Exciting. that <laughs> I know we'll have a milk vending machine, but we've also yes. got a chilled vending machine. So we'll be able to sell uh, vacuum pack portions and um, any of the cheeses that we make. And also what I'm going to do is get um, different things in different seasons. So I can get, um, yeah. you know, say Rory Stone from Harlem Fine Cheeses, get his vacuum pack portions of blue mm-hmm. cheese and things, you know, so there'll be a variety. 
Oh, fab. I know, yeah. I know. Uh, so then people don't have to wait. They don't necessarily need to know the shop hours no, all the time no. because they can come. They can come they and can just come in the help middle themselves. of the night if they want to. And yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so Great idea. And it fits with people's lifestyles as it well, does. doesn't it? Lifestyles are changing it and does. people are busy and... and um, yeah, uh, people can just shop according to when suits them. Uh, and I think now, once this is all over, people will start, as you say, start thinking about what they're eating, and then you know, then then go for local and go for local milk and yeah. So yeah, is, absolutely. So once we once we're and up and running, we'll have to get you up and come and have a look. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Um, the other thing, we, we have a Polish guy who keeps his beehives. He he's, owns a shop in Edinburgh, which is called the Edinburgh Honey Shop, I think, um, or Edinburgh Honey Company. Um, he keeps some of his beehives on our farm. And I, I saw him the other day, and we spoke from actually from about four metres away, just to be safe. Um, and he was saying he really thinks that, you know, he's changed his business model too. So his shop is closed, but he does deliveries. And he was saying he really thinks that that people in general will come out of this as as nicer and more understanding oh. and more empathetic yes. people because we we sometimes I'm not I'm not religious myself but at, at the same time I think maybe it, you know we all need it's kind of a sign that we all need to just calm down our frenetic lifestyles and and he thinks that by by being at home, spending more time with our families. And I realise, gosh, you know, key workers are not getting that opportunity to spend more time with their families, and I'm so grateful to them. But those of us who are stuck at home, as it were, with with families um, and, you know, time to think, I think maybe it will do us some good um, in the long run. And, And for businesses, just as importantly, it gives them the opportunity to to innovate do something different um and we've actually yeah we've heard of a lot of business users who've thought right well okay we can't do what we thought we were going to be doing in april 2020 but actually we do need to revamp our website so we're going to do that instead oh good um yeah and kind of i suppose fruit future proofing the business so that when things are up and running it you know you're ready and i suppose that's the thing that's what you've just described to us yeah. is, you know, you, the vending machines was an idea that you already had. Yes. But this this situation has made you realise how important an idea it was and, and I suppose probably given you extra vigour to... Oh, to it has. It, it has. And, you know, these are the sort of things that focusing on something new like this does give mm-hmm. you extra energy. I mean, that's the thing is... It, it was such a shock really that and I'm sure everybody was in the same boat that you all of a sudden your lives had to change and our business had to change it took sort of a week to kind of you know the staff are off and and you know away and Mm. things were so strange but then you kind of get this shot of positivity and think right okay the whole world's in this situation we need to just try and survive and Absolutely. I just hope yeah. everybody comes out of it a lot nicer than than what mm-hmm. was going on before, and especially on social media. And th- people yeah. are going to think, hopefully, a little bit more about it. So, I think so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, Jill, you, I, I, it sounds as though it, you maybe don't have gale force winds up there like you did in January, but it's it's a bit windy. <laughs> I wonder, can you walk us back through okay. to the office, maybe? And I know. Yes, I'll just hit cool. hit. Head back at the office. Actually, it's a relief. It's a little bit warmer in here. We can't get you to describe at the moment the amazing cheese room 
because there's a customer in there at the moment um, and obviously we're operating social distancing. That's but right. If, if you close your eyes and, yes. and imagine it, because it's only a few feet away from you, yes. can you yes. tell us a little bit about your chilled cheese room? Well, the chilled cheese room um, I came to me in the middle of the night years and years ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, You can tell I don't sleep much, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I hope you have a notebook by the bed, yeah, do you? Yes. Well, it's my phone. Okay. I usually, you know, make notes on ah, my phone. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yeah, so it was just the fact that we were using servovers in the actual shop area. And the cheeses weren't really, they weren't coping very well. And, you know, they didn't look great. And then I the office used to be where the cheese room, chilled cheese room is. Yeah. So I said to yeah. Callum, because he leaves early to get the milk, or did, <laughs> um, you know, he'd leave the house about, I don't know, 10 to 6 or something. So we always used to ha- yeah. have a cup of tea before he goes. And I said, oh, how about we turn the office into, <laughs> into a chill <laughs> for, for retail? Well, I sort of got the raised eyebrow. <laughs> so we went from there and then we bought a sea container and put the office in the sea container. And then we kind yeah. of went from there, really. And, um, you know, it is a bit chilly. Sometimes it's colder outside mm. than than actually inside. <laughs> so um, we're quite lucky in that respect. But it's just a perfect way to dis- to really display your cheeses. You can probably hear the dog. I don't know if you... Oh, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. Tess, our black lab. Oh. Yeah, she's she's one in your bed. So she's allowed in the office. Yeah, she's allowed in the office, in the but not not anywhere yeah. else. In your bed. No. In your beddy. Go on, oh. good girl. <laughs> and uh, so she keeps <laughs> keeps us right, and also too keeps, makes keeps them, your toes warm. Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. um, and then um, so we we buy in different sort of cheeses from um, Europe and England and I try mm-hmm. and buy in cheeses that are not in the supermarket. It's just that yes. I can't I can't buy them in volume that the supermarket would. So, you know, yeah, obviously the price is, is quite different. But, um, you know, it's different having a selection of blues. We've got three uh, uh, Scottish ones at the moment, um, different European cheeses. And, of course, we're coming in just coming out of winter uh so we've yeah. had you know the melting cheeses from from Ooh, yes. i know from yeah. france and and the alps and uh then of course obviously we sell a lot of our cheese we've got our new cheese which is gouda uh garlic and nettle and that's what callum was oh, his, that's his new one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> his new baby, <laughs> his new baby. <laughs> it's quite funny when i go into into the kitchen and he's boiling because you have to boil up the nettles and the garlic before oh my goodness oh, yeah. what a smell and the thing is the <laughs> the powder is quite fine <laughs> quite fine uh from the nettle bags and uh so i went in there one day and he had his he's, he's all dressed in his whites with a cap on and everything boiling up this thing and the whole room was just covered in green fine dust <laughs> So, is that your kitchen? Does he practice yeah. his recipes? No, no. In this was kitchen? this is at the dairy, so it's oh, it was really oh gosh, I wouldn't let him loose in my kitchen. I tell you, <laughs> but it was very funny, honestly. This, yeah, oh. it was. He had a fine and, green dust over his face. He looked. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> the things you have to do to well, that's right. Making. Yeah, oh definitely. Yeah. Oh yes, be part of the process. But we did have quite a few laughs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how many cheeses does that make now then in the Connage collection? Oh, so we've got Dunlop and we smoke the Dunlop here at the dairy, uh, traditional smoke. We've got Crommel, which is the slightly younger and crumblier one. 
Uh, we do Gouda. We have Age Gouda, which we won all the awards uh, for last year. Uh, we've got ga- Plain Gouda, Gouda with uh, Cumin, Gouda with Garlic and Nettle. Um, oh, gosh, we've got the Clava Brie, the Highland Heart, which is really the Clava recipe just in the shape of a heart. Mm, in the shape of a heart. Uh, Perfect uh, for Valentine's yeah. Day. Well, that was – do you remember that, Anna? Because remember we won a, yes. we ran a campaign um, with the heart and we didn't know what to call yes. it. And I remember, Do you remember? Yeah. And we did a, you, yeah. you did a competition on social media. Yes, and to choose the name. Yeah. That's it. And we sent the person a box of cheese. So that's uh, terrific. And we've got um, – we do do yogurt, but not at the moment, of course, uh, because production's not producing. And also, we're in business with, um, or collaboration, really, not business, but collaboration with Hebridean Smokehouse. And we send our crowdy over to them, and they add peat, smoked salmon, and black pepper. And that's lovely. And, um, gosh, what else do we do? <laughs> oh, we smoke the brie as well. Yes. And that, that's such a different flavour. I didn't think it would take off, but it's actually doing rather well. And so, again, a kind of another adaptation in the current circumstances is that normally you, you have, you know, many, many cheeses in the cheese room, but available online yes. is a much, much smaller selection. But under yes. current circumstances, you've added many more cheeses online. So if people are placing that's an order right, yeah. for delivery anywhere in the uk they can choose from a wider range and and keep the the kids happy regardless of what cheese they prefer i mean i think the thing is really is that we've dropped off nearly all of the really soft short short dated cheeses Mm -hmm. and that's just because we're just not getting enough people here to buy uh so we we don't do that but it's mostly harder cheeses but there are a few soft goat's cheeses uh like the golden cross which is a a beautiful goat's cheese a log so you know we try and sort of really look at how we can um you know keep them but keep the cheeses in really good condition uh, so that people want, yeah, yeah. And are you selling at the moment online accompaniments like oat cakes and things like that? Yes, yeah. yes. I have to say, Anna, you'd be very proud of me because, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a technophobe, but I mean, I do find it difficult, you know, having yeah. to concentrate on. But I've actually put these products online myself. Oh, well done. There were a few little, few little blue moments when it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we <laughs> we've got it all on, and um, so I'm refreshing every day and, wow. and looking at different products and things. Yes, getting a lot more of the dry goods on. So yeah. that's this on Saturday. I'll be putting some more on as well. And uh, yeah, so, so you've, um, you've been upskilling yourself during this process as well by learning how to put everything yes. up on the website. Yeah, mind mind you, <laughs> Callum is in the office and he's always. <laughs> always there when I have a little hissy fit about it (laughs) he he comes over and offers Callum's very calm you know yeah oh yeah and and works through it methodically where I'm sort of the big picture girl and I just want it done you know (laughs) oh dear so Jill I wonder if we could maybe finish up um what do you think you've learned from dealing with the current coronavirus crisis and then secondly what would be your message to to the general public as a result of what's been going on? What I think all of us have learned is patience. 
mind you, when it comes to the computer, probably not me, but <laughs> I have actually learned a bit. <laughs> but it's really just patience and things will get done and we can't rush this because we have absolutely no control. And I think whenever you think about your life pre-COVID-19, we were uh, always in control. But now this is it's out with our control. So you have to learn patience and that's something that we've all, you know, have lost sight of since sort of, you know, we've, we're living in a fast world. So maybe that's something that I've learned is, is it will, we will get there. It's okay. We've, we've got to remain positive. We've got to, we will get there. And business wise, you know, is the same. It's really trying to, um, to, to work out new things, but just have that patience that this is going to work. You know, I, I just, as I said before, I mean, it's just been overwhelming for Callum and I, the wonderful support that we've had from our customers. And, um, you know, just when you speak to them on the phone and we always have a chat about how they're coping at home and, you know, we try and sort of it, it, try and find the funny side of different things that are happening in their lives as well. But but yeah, I think also, yeah. too, is the public will realise that, you know, local producers are important. Maybe having the patience to um, shop locally, because it does sometimes, you know, you have maybe have to drive a little bit further or, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have the patience to do that. Yeah, Whereas yeah. it's so easy to go into the supermarket. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with supermarkets, but, you know, they're very price driven and... Um, it's just so nice to connect with people. And I think after, you know, being so um, locked away in our houses, I think now when we all come out, you know, socialising is just going to be such a joy. Yeah, absolutely. And it will. And I think that, you know, people will um, hopefully really enjoy that instead of rushing to the shop and sort of standing on one foot and the other because they're in a hurry. Now we're all going to stand around and have a chat. <laughs> Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's so true. Yeah. We do need to, to just take a breath and yes. appreciate what we've got when we yeah. come out of this. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I just hope all the the NHS staff or any support staff, you know, I just hope they remain well as the, you know, things, uh, you know, just sound so... I mean, I, I listened to the, um, you know to the new announcements in the afternoon from the government but I've actually mm. switched off the the news now and it's quite difficult yeah. because you know I really love sport and you know I'm missing the rugby and you know the cricket yeah. and all that sort of thing yeah. so <laughs> so we have to pick up that book now yeah yes absolutely <laughs> slower pace of life yes or definitely definitely yeah. and hats off to all of those well hats off to your team who are key workers in the food yeah. sector and hats off to everybody else who's a key worker, NHS and, and all the others yeah. too. Uh, we couldn't do it without them. Oh, that's for sure. Mm. That's for sure. So, Jill, just before just before I go off for my cheese on toast for lunch, can you just tell us, uh, for the sake of everybody whose tummy's rumbling now, uh, how people can place an order with you for delivery across the UK? Certainly. Um, we have our website, www.conage.co.uk. You can order through there. If you're having any difficulty ordering or you would like to collect from the dairy, please give me a ring on 01667 46 2000 
Uh, we do have an answering machine and I will get back to you. I think my mobile, I put my mobile number on there as well, just in case if you're wanting to get something. But um, please ring in. We can certainly help you with any um, cheese you need. And I think one of the great family favourites, which you love, Anna, isn't it? And your children love is the Gouda. Yes. Uh, so we have plenty favorite. of that. Yes. And uh, I think one of my favourite things is cheese on toast. Well, thank you very much for listening. I think that's worked relatively well under the circumstances, even though Jill and I are several hundred miles apart and I'm not on farm as as I would like to be. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it interesting and hopefully a little bit inspiring. Um, But please do subscribe to the On Farm podcasts um, so that you can get each new episode uh, straight to your phone. Thanks for listening.